In the name of Jesus, amen. Please be seated. The text for the sermon this morning is the gospel lesson just read from Luke 18. As Jesus told them a parable to the effect that they ought always to pray and not lose heart. Always pray and don't lose heart. What does it mean exactly to lose heart? Basically, to lose motivation and be discouraged from the current course that you're on. It's doing something time and again, hoping for a certain outcome, but never getting it. So don't lose heart, says Jesus. Have you lost heart lately? What kinds of things cause you to lose heart? Perhaps you're losing hope that the next election will maybe turn the culture around as things continue to collapse regardless of the election outcomes. It's seeing the uphill battle of a world insisting on evil and self-destruction, yet trying to make a dent in the madness by raising your kids in the faith. But your kids might not stay on track, and the world continues to decline, and you think, what's the point? This whole thing is spiraling out of control, and there's nothing you can do. Losing heart is not far off from such things. You pray and pray and pray, but perhaps things aren't changing in the direction you'd like to see. Praying seems to be a medicine that doesn't seem to be working, so why bother? That must be how the widow felt in today's parable, losing her husband, seemingly left with nothing, and no one. Then, to make it worse, someone wronged her. Did they steal from her or hurt her in some way? We don't know. The text doesn't say. We just know that she's trying to get justice and has nowhere to turn. She has to go to a corrupt judge who doesn't fear God. She can't bribe him. She has no money. She can't threaten him. What's she supposed to do? He is the government, after all. She can't hurt his reputation because he doesn't care what people think of him. All she can do is continue to ask him for justice. She can keep annoying him until he helps. And he doesn't seem to care. Like the widow, we often find ourselves starting to lose heart. This is no surprise for Jesus. Jesus knows that there will be much that we face that will cause us to lose heart. In fact, all the things that might be causing us to lose heart have, after all, been allowed to occur by him in the first place. He obviously knows that we will face crosses in this life, and there will be times when we want to throw in the towel So Jesus says to us, don't give up. Don't lose heart. Instead, always 
pray. Always pray and don't lose heart. But those two things don't seem to go together very well. The problem with always praying for the same thing and not getting the result you want is that you start to lose hope. That is, if you keep having to pray the same things and you don't get the results that you want, doesn't it seem pointless? Like it's not working? So why bother? It is precisely not having your prayers answered that causes you to lose heart. So praying and praying and praying seems like it's only going to make it worse. At least that's the case when we think that God is a vending machine. You put in the money and select the candy that you want and out pops the candy. Unless, of course, it's sold out. Then the vending machine just blinks at you those heartbreaking words, sold out, no candy for you. You try again just to be sure. Maybe you hit the wrong button, but no, sold out. Maybe you try a third time, but no luck. So you look around, and then maybe you shake the machine just to check. Then you give up. And if you're mad enough, maybe you kick the machine as you walk away candyless. When you have your heart set on the candy that you want, then you lose heart when you don't get the candy that you asked for. If you approach prayer like a vending machine, then Jesus telling you to keep on praying and don't lose heart doesn't make any sense at all. It's like trying for the same candy in an empty vending machine and expecting not to be disappointed. But God is no vending machine. He's a loving Father. By His death, Jesus brings us into the family. He makes us God's children through holy baptism and teaches us to pray to God, not just as His Father, but our Father. As our Father, He loves us, hears our prayer, and promises to answer. When it comes to answering our prayers, God always gives us what we ask or something better. Because that's what loving fathers do. He always gives what we ask or something better. It might not seem to be better from our earthly perspective right now, but isn't that how it is with earthly parents who love their children too? Earthly fathers who love their children don't always give them what they ask for, since what they ask is not always best for them. But the father knows what's best for the child, even when the child does not. Your heavenly father hears your prayers and gives you what you ask or something better. This is why Jesus tells his disciples and us that we ought always to pray. He knows very well that we live in this valley of the shadow of death, surrounded by despair on all sides and daily faced with challenges that seek to cause us to lose heart. He knows that, so he gives us the gift of regular and repeated prayer. He has overcome death by his cross. He has forgiven your sins, covered your shame, 
And knowing all that, he knows what he's doing now. Like the persistent widow before the wicked judge in our parable, we repeatedly bring our prayers to God. But your heavenly Father loves you more than some wicked judge. He will give you what you ask or something better. To be sure, we don't always see it as something better. And so we pray for faith to cling to Jesus in those difficult times. Yet Jesus does not say, if you don't seem to be getting what you ask for, just stop bugging God. It's the opposite. He says to keep on doing, don't stop, pray all the more. Why? Because prayer is formative for us. In our repeated prayers, God is repeatedly reminding us of all the promises that he has for us, that he is our loving father who has put his name upon us, who has overcome sin and death on our behalf. He has his words spoken to us to turn us back to him in repentance. All our prayers are seasoned with thy will be done for his will is better than yours and he loves you. Always praying forms you. It fixes your eyes on him and aligns your will toward his. So don't lose heart. In these dark and evil days, it will only get easier for us to lose heart. So Jesus gives you to pray all the more. Keep praying and keep teaching your children to pray. You belong to him. You have a loving father who knows what you need and will give you what you ask or something better. In the name of Jesus, amen. We stand for prayer.